What's up, universe? Uh, this episode of the podcast is with my buddy Scott Arnwine. He is a graphic designer and illustrator, and he is also a partner of mine in a business venture that I will be launching on YouTube, actually, pretty soon. Uh, I'll get back to you more on that later. But yeah, he's a good guy. He's an art student. Not an art student. Well, I guess he's a student of art, but uh, he is an art teacher, and uh, this episode of the podcast was actually uh, back in June during the COVID crisis of 2020, so this is an earlier podcast, as will the next three episodes. They will be a little bit in the past, as it took me a while to get these episodes up. Well, anyway, you guys are? You you are now tuned in to the Joseph Nemers podcast, recorded and produced at the leisure of Joseph Nemers. Enjoy the show. See what happens. Cool. I'm going to keep it rolling. I'm going to keep a close eye on this. Go ahead. Say something. Like what? Like that. Cool. Uh, I'm going to pull you up. I think um, maybe I'm just the loud one. I'll just stick back. Hmm. Maybe I'll get less breathing in there and be a little more clear. Mm -hmm. Because I can kind of hear myself, right? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was thinking I had to do this. Oh, but no, no, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love this mic quality. Yeah, oh it's good, dude. Oh, my God. It's That's so a, good. It's a condenser microphone. Oh, okay. oh, oh no one condenser microphone. Um, I have another one of those in here. I wish I could loan it to you. Oh, no, no, no. But, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> you're fine. When we're able to like get the whole business thing rolling mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. get the house, then that microphone is free for you to use. Oh, obviously. cool. Yeah, probably once I get like into my own place and own space where yeah, I can yeah. set up what I want and need. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm totally down with doing a family, like, a, a squad house if it's, like, big enough. Like, yeah. if it's large enough and we can afford it, I'll do it. As long as we can have our space. Like, that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody. Okay. Um, starting off the podcast, finally. I've put in some recording for, like, <laughs> what, two minutes now? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, what's up, Scott? Uh, not too much. You know, my girlfriend, Cheyenne, she says not she's trying not to like say like oh you know not much but it's like surviving it's like being like more Uh, (laughs) honest about it's like yeah i'm doing a lot better than i was like two days ago that's good existential crisis glad that (laughs) 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 well anyway before we get into the existential crisis there's like one thing i i told you i wanted to ask you a question when this started well not a question i had something to tell you Mm -hmm. that make you be like what so uh scott do you know that we have been friends for more than 10 years now Hmm. Wow, it has been that long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can boldly say it's a decade now. It's a, a whole decade. It doesn't feel like it because uh, we went to school together in twenty. Well, we graduated twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Now it is twenty twenty. We're in the COVID crisis, so we're halfway through the year, and it has basically stole our freedom from us. Yes. Yeah. So your existential crisis. Yeah. So. A lot of it stems from money trouble because, you know, the economy is not looking its best right now because of COVID. A lot of restrictions on people just to move around and make money, you know Mm -hmm. how? So I got the stimulus check from Trump. It felt weird. It's like this whole thing from the IRS. This is from the government. I wouldn't say it's directly from Trump. Yeah, it's just seeing his name on the check. It's like, ugh. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's just seeing his name. Whatever, yeah. He's that guy. Yeah, but um, hopefully they send out another stimulus check. But with mm. the first one, 
is that uh, I said to myself, I do not want this to end up with, like, the first ever tax return that I got, because it's like, pff, that's on, like, Wii, I think Wii U games at that time. when it, uh, Yeah, or, like, mean. just game, but, like, like entertainment. spend on something foolish. Yeah, I yeah, I was very, or I was young and very stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want the stimulus, stimulus check to end up like that first tax return. Mm. Uh, and... But in 17 days, I done spend the whole thing, not on like, not on like uh, myself, but uh, just going to and fro, or not so much to and fro, but uh, buying uh, meals for me and Cheyenne because um, there's not a lot to eat at the house unless it's like mm. you involve the whole family as well. Mm. So just for the two of us, um, say we go to like rarely Panda Express, but then, like, say, like, Taco Bell, McDonald's, mm-hmm. uh, Wendy's, stuff like that. I recommend getting out of that circle. Of yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Melissa and I were actually talking in the car. Uh, Melissa's my fiance for the guests that are watching the first podcast here. But uh, she, uh, we were talking about how a whole bunch of people aren't able to, like, figure out what to eat. Because mm-hmm. some people were saying, oh, yeah, I haven't realized how much I'm eating out now until uh, COVID happened. Because when uh, everything mm. was shut down, you know, yeah. people really didn't know how to cook. Uh, <laughs> fortunately for me, I've been able to cook. But um, it's really shining about how much we are unable to do for ourselves. Yeah. And, yeah, um, as far as, like, the living situation, I understand how that's kind of hard. Because if you start cooking, then I understand that there's, like, a sister involved. They'll probably be like, oh, can I get some? Oh, uh, it's not even like that. No, like, I, I like to make big batches of stuff. Mm. Um, and I do want to get more into cooking, like, even before COVID started. Mm. I've been, uh, it's probably since, like, at least 2018, 2019 when I was living in an apartment unit when I was going to University of Baltimore for my last two years of college. Um least to say I was the nanny of the place cleaning and everything but that got me like uh into more cooking and stuff nice it was a very very enlightening experience too mm. I may I worked mostly with like dairy and mm. I brought it from because I used to make hamburger helper all the time so oh, like, oh yeah, okay I know how that works. so it's like <laughs> I tried to apply it to uh, other stuff I was mm. like okay let me put ramen in it and it's like oh it's like all hearty and like mm. the thicker sauce and it's like it was a really good like makeshift college meal you know nice college meal yeah. yeah it's like a new spin on the college class yeah yeah very very worthwhile experience um cooking and then also knowing what it means to clean up after somebody oh god yeah oh man yeah uh, i definitely learned that because uh mm. when i was at umbc as soon as i stopped living on dorm i think my sophomore year well no that's technically my well i'll just say my second year because it was mm-hmm. a little it was a roller coaster of a college experience but um after that, I met with James, and he got me a job at Payway, that, like, mm. Asian fusion restaurant. Yeah, 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 go for it. You're allowed to drink beer. Oh, cool. What the yeah. heck? You're allowed to talk Announce about it, it too. Yeah. Whatever. Cool, cool. You're an adult. <laughs> yeah, I had my first oh, swig of alcohol yesterday. Yeah, what like... a sheltered child. I've corrupted yeah. him. I even gave him a sake shot, so. I mean, that's the one thing that got me into it. It's like, that's more sentimental. It's like, yeah. I'll do it for that, only for that. Yeah, like, that's how I felt about alcohol in general. I don't really, I don't like going to bars. I think I would, like, only drink mm. with friends and that yeah, kind of way. Exactly. Actually, you know what? Uh, cheers, man. Yeah. Cool. Mm. So. Yeah, I've gotten used to that. I forgot what we were specifically talking about before. Um, oh, um, that. College experience. Stuff. College experience. Mm. Oh, payway. Uh, when I was there... 
I started as a server, but I was really quickly interested in wanting to like cook and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a job doing drama. So I'd prep for the chef, and then I was talking to the chef all the time. And then I ended up starting to just cook in between. And that's when you saw me um, back there. I think you saw me there when you visited with Dawson. Uh, I think I cooked you guys fried rice or something like that. But mm. it was that Payway restaurant. It's this was like at least three years ago now. No, yeah, at least three or four years ago. Hey, now. Wait, is this where I got like a steak? Oh, you maybe got steak fried rice. Uh, this definitely I, don't have like a steak like a sirloin. This is like uh, okay. this is like Panda Express, but they cook oh, it. Oh, okay. I was thinking of this time where it's like I want the steak well done. It's like Dawson's like hmm, and his whole family's like hmm. Well done. <laughs> yeah, like well. Do you like well done steak? It's like I don't go out for steak, so it's like I was like I'll try it. It's like so you didn't know what to experience. <laughs> yeah. To expect, do you know what that is? Uh, what like well done and then like. That, like, well um, done compared to, like, rare. Uh, yeah, like, rare is, like, presumably uncooked yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like, prepared but not cooked. You like your steak well done, though? Um, At this point, I like it um, medium well, I believe. Okay, there yeah. you go. That's where you want. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surprised that anyone that likes, like, either side of the, stre- the spectrum, like, rare? <laughs> Interesting. like a vampire. It's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... But yeah, cooking. And then I went to Zoe's Kitchen literally up the street. So I've got a mm. lot of, uh, I've got experience cooking Mediterranean food because I worked on the cold side back there and I oh. helped with the hot side and I was doing catering orders too. So we were making like big dinners and chickens and stuff. Hmm. So I've got experience working with like, yeah, Mediterranean food. So those are like chicken and stuff and then uh, some like lamb meatballs, but I didn't really prepare them. Most of oh. them was like that frozen shit you get out the truck. But oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Payway is kind of the same thing, but uh, they had the marinades ready, and then I was able to cook it. Payway just felt really greasy and dirty. It's probably why they closed down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I picked up a lot of cooking from that, for sure. Um, that's carried over. Uh, I like to cook for people, as you can probably tell. Oh, yeah. When yeah, I yeah, came I over that. here. I love the... Uh, it's, uh, it's a soul experience. That's how I feel it, because, like, sharing mm. food with somebody is very, like, like, if you think about it, there was tribes that fought over food, mm. and then there were tribes that fought each other because they didn't want to eat together. So, like, that's how I feel, like, even with liquor and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's something that shouldn't be just everybody, let's do it. Like, that, I don't, I'm not saying don't go to clubs, but. Yeah, yeah. it's like, do whatever you want to do, yeah. but. Okay, let me actually introduce you into a a little oh, bit yeah. of a better way because you are scott arnwine the artist and uh what do you have a handle yet do you want a handle or um, you just go by your name because i know you put your signature on a lot of your art uh i haven't really developed like an artist's name uh i guess if anything maybe frodacious frodacious um, okay yeah i go that by that on um instagram mm-hmm. oh for the people that don't know um scott has an afro how long have you been growing this out I started growing it to hide my big ass head in like, late <laughs> 2010 or so oh man yeah mm-hmm Oh shit! Yep. Oh man, it's been about ten. You've had that shit on for a decade. Wow. Oh, you've had that on for as long as I've known you. You started growing it for yeah. as long as I've known you. Decade Whoa. do. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Did I inspire you at all to get an afro? Because I had one a little bit at the beginning. I believe there was a lot of inspiration. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't. I don't want to claim credit. I was oh, just wondering because no, no. people did like my afro at first. Yeah. And then yeah. I swapped it over to the whole straight. Yeah, I think what it was is that. I wanted to experience like like bigger hair in mm. and of itself, and I didn't expect to like get to the point. It's like, oh, it looks like a literal classic afro because I learned mm. from a movie, 
um, probably like at least a year and a half to two years into me taking care of my afro and growing it that mm-hmm. I watched this movie with my mom called The Ink Pit. And it's like, oh, you can put like the front down. It's like a kind of like a what, like bang kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, covering the forehead. It's like, that's a classic look. And it's like, been rocking that ever since. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like how it visors you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like how the fro works. Uh, we both have afros, actually. <laughs> uh, we don't have any. I want to do a YouTube thing for this podcast later. Like, be able oh, to have yeah. like, a little camera up in there when we're like, doing this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we both have afros. Yes. I feel like that growing your hair out thing, I think that's natural for african-american it's kind of sad though too yeah it's like because like why people can grow their hair out they can't and then they don't get yeah. told that like yo you have to cut it like because if you have a big mushroom cloud on your head then people are like oh dude that's invasive and like i'm i feel like we shouldn't be working food jobs i feel that like a little bit maybe yeah but like for every work case scenario uh, i don't think that's mm. fair yeah i really don't see it like whatever <laughs> Well, I don't think it's that as strict as it used to be, but... Yeah, not nearly. Yeah. I think I remember when I was first looking for work, uh, I guess my first job at that point, which was, like, UPS, uh, as a sorter. Rough job. My first day, we got, mm. like, holiday traffic, and I almost threw up. It was crazy. Because of how much you had to do and how sweaty you were. Yeah. And... it Mostly just how much, because... Um, uh, I forget if that day I got, like, a lot of stuff that I had to raise above my head. There's another specific day where I had like those, it's like 65, those office chairs, they're like 65 pounds. And if it's over 70 pounds, then it's an, considered an E-reg and sent to like a lower level kind of thing. And then it's mm. like some other person handles the heavy stuff to put it directly on the truck. Mm. Yeah, that's... But it's like just 65 and it's like I had to raise like at least 20 of those above my head, like turn. Yeah. Yeah. No offense. Yeah, I don't see you as a trained individual yet. Because uh, when we were running today, I wanted I wanted to express that yeah you can do it, but don't push yourself. Because like yeah, I do that literally like every day almost exactly like, every other day, and then like when I don't do it, I'm on the bag. I'm actually impressed that you made it as far as you did. Yeah, I wanted to keep fast walking because it's like no, don't just go back to neutral. It's like there's mm-hmm. still, still some more you can do. Like yeah, just yeah. have like that exercise mentality, keep the pace up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Honestly, just keep doing what you can do. Don't like. I'm glad that you didn't just stop. Yeah. like stopping is the worst thing you can do. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, glad that you enjoyed the workout though. Like, yeah, that's a that's a really killer one for me. I like it because it keeps me um, keeps me energized, and I don't have to like. For instance, we did it today, and uh, did you take a nap today? Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, we're, we're still awake at six p.m. and everyone else <laughs> is like snoozing over there. Yeah, yeah. Like I still have energy, bro. Like my my mind's going well. I like the Wim Hof. Wim Hof? It's Wim Hof? Yeah, Wim Hof. Because I keep, for some reason, my mom's like, Wim Hof. I kept, Wim Hof? before I Wim remember Hof. the name, I was thinking like, wait, Wilhelm? No, it's not mm-hmm. Wilhelm, you Because his name is so interesting. It's yeah. Wim Hof. It's literally six letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that method of breathing. Wim Hof is a method of breathing, by the way, for the listeners. It's, uh, look it up. Look it up. Yeah, W-I-M space H-O-F. Yeah, Wim, Wim Hof. Hof breathing method. Mm, or considered Iceman breathing, if you want to remember it that way. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, to give you clarity, I just want to share that one story with him. Oh, yeah. I don't know. if you, Have you heard it? Which one? So he did the Wim Hof method. You probably have. But he went underneath the water in, like, the, I think it's a, maybe North 
I mean, the North Pole or like the Antarctic area. Like, yeah, where it's like super a very thin. cold place. Maybe Greenland, Iceland. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he went underwater for I think seven minutes or something like that. Yeah, something crazy, dude. Like he used the Wim Hof breathing method. Went underwater. They had two holes of which he could come up. He mm. went down, lost, figured, it, lost track of where he was, and his his retina froze. Jesus. While he was down, his retina froze. Sorry, I spoke away from Mike, but his retina froze while he was down there. He turned around and came back, the other way that he came from, and I was like, what? <laughs> so he went. He was apparently close to the other side too. Whoa! Yeah, damn. he was down there for a long time. Like, yeah, that is nuts. Yeah, he not... also leads these retreats into the mountains for people that want to follow through what he does. I don't think it's super expensive, but obviously you need to be able to travel. I'm pretty sure he's a Swedish man or something mm. like that. Mm. He's um Norwegian or something like that. Uh, if you want more information on that, go to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. There's actually a podcast. Um, I think there's two of them that he has on their host for that. If you want to go to the Joe Rogan site. You can actually find the, you can search through it and find the actual podcast. If you go to the Apple one, it will not help you. And if it's moved over to Spotify by this time, then um, I have lied to you. Way to go, bro. Yes, what I do. (laughs) Anyway, we were talking about exercising Wim Hof breathing method. Oh, I still wanted to get back to the topic of, you know, you were talking about your stimulus check. But yeah. I mm. wanted to talk about why you're in this situation because you mm. are an art teacher, right? Yes, yes. I guess more technically at this point an assistant art teacher, but I was told that my skills were good enough to be either uh, Bro, like you've um, been doing art forever. You're an art yeah, teacher. yeah. At least like my teaching styles, like it's just my first year being in a school for the whole school year. It's like, mm. and apparently I'm faring well enough where I could be like a co-teacher or like a lead teacher at this point because mm. it's like you have to be in it um for the children's sake that's it's, all it is man. yeah it's like it's so fulfilling because um i guess one uh really great example terrell uh she she's um maybe about as um uh, close to as tall as i am about i'm about like 5 10 5 11 or so uh she's a fifth grader a heavier set fifth grader oh she's um, tall yeah and so maybe she's about like five uh maybe five seven or so huh. um and so she would always uh kind of bring kind of like a rowdy personality to the class and it was infectious and it played into the crowd mentality of being like rebellious yeah and it's, everything. A, yeah. it's so crazy how that works yeah but the coolest thing happened where there's this um younger there was a younger student who we uh he regularly cried during class and so i would have to escort him out into the hall and like ask him hey what's up buddy what's going on uh terrell was walking by the hallway i guess coming from the bathroom uh and she stopped and i didn't even have to ask her she helped me out and she's like, come on, bud, what's going on? Uh, like, why are you crying? Like, really getting into that emotional talk with him. And I she, like yeah, she saved my bacon, bro. She saved my bacon. And yeah. I made sure that she did that twice. Not wow. in the, not in like the same day, but like, I think maybe within the same week and a half or something. She did that yeah. twice. And it's like, I gave her mad props for that. I, I sat her like, down. Um, class Browns, class clowns get like kind of a bad rep. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Nick Petito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes he was a dick, obviously. But uh, yeah, it happened. It he happened. was a good guy. Sorry, Nick Petito, if you're listening <laughs> to this. Uh, but um, he was very nice to people. Like, if you yeah. gave him a chance, or if he like saw someone being a dick to you, or like something like that, he would definitely be there for you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were down, he probably would be there for you. But obviously, he was a very hyperactive kid and got in a lot of trouble. But 
Yeah. He probably has a good heart, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, those kids usually end up like Greg. Remember Greg? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a nice guy. He's a really He's great a guy. He's a real nice guy. Real great guy. Those class clowns, even though they, they make a scene on there, they'll probably be the first one to be super empathetic and try to help somebody. It's like the... Antag- not the antagonist, the protagonist. Um, like anti-hero? Kind no, it's of? not like a anti-hero. protagonist kind of like um, thing. Because, you know, like, you like Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah. Yusuke oh. Yurameshi? Yeah. So. Kind of like that. Yeah, like an unlikely hero. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't come from home problems because they can probably mm. relate to that kind of stress. But, I mean, yeah. it can happen. Yeah, but more on Terrell. Um, gave her mad props. We found out when we were having that conversation with her mm. that she has a younger brother and it's like okay got you got you Mm. um but that whole talk uh we got her homeroom teacher involved and (laughs) miss omakone um she's like totally over like getting too invested she tells her class it's like i don't like teaching you guys she keeps she keeps it real and so that's how she got um the respect from her uh class they like expect her and like nobody else there but um but we also got miss omakane involved she was there like to really get emotionally invested she cares about the kids but Mm. she also is like y'all need to do better but Uh, that's good um, that's good yeah yeah real life skill stuff but um Ever since then, uh, uh, the way that Terrell smiled, it was like the greatest thing to just empower her on just helping mm, just somebody. Seeing, like basically yeah. what you did. Yeah, they need to. We really need to embolden those trans yeah. kids because mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids that are just being real shitty to each other. Yeah, and that's all on behalf of um, Hartford Heights. It's a school in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a um, the whole school. It's a turnaround. I think a turnaround school, which is uh, it was turned into uh, considered a 100 percent school um where there's like good grades uh no not that but uh teaching like um very fundamental skills of like respect um what have you um on top of their the education as well yeah Mm -hmm. okay so it's kind of like a full circled kind of education yeah like Mm -hmm. morals and stuff like that as well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very strong hopefully they're not in like deep rooting any liberal or like republican Mm. views into these kids oh no no no. i don't like when people get that close to them like that and then try to do political shit to them like yeah. they need to they need to think for themselves yeah really there's good. no yeah there's no such political jargon or that's good yeah but um um yeah the since it was a turnaround school which turned into a um, 100% school they fired like 90% of the staff and it's like oh they got new student uh, new um uh faculty and teachers in mm. uh and I came in on that wave like maybe like 2 years into that mm. um but um I've been told that say like Two years ago, that fifth grade class would have been, like, uncontrollable. Like, art, they would only produce, like, one project a year. That makes sense. A whole year. But ever since uh, me and Ms. Harris came in, it's like, we're, like, yeah, pumping out you, projects. Yeah, I your Snapchats. Uh, yeah. You seem to be doing things for these kids. They seem engaged mm-hmm. and interested in what they're doing. Yeah. Even to the point where if someone messes with their project, they'd be, like, upset. Like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. what you want with um, kids and teaching. Uh and I feel like our class is very easy to get out of hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Our our classroom is huge, so a lot of times kids like to run around, yep. and it can really be the be- uh, breeding ground for like tussles and fights and everything. Terrell, some um, a few times during the year would um stir up trouble that um turned into like an altercation a few Ooh. times. But uh, ever since having that talk with her, it's like you saved my bacon, Terrell. Um, 
she was like super um so i think okay yeah. cool. keep talking yeah um <laughs> it was slow it was slow but she made a lot of progress of learning what it meant to be respectful in the classroom because mm. before that she would have like nothing to do with anything but mm. then there would be like outlying moments where she wanted stuff to just like get under control and she took it upon herself to tell her classmates like yo man come on we got to get this under control and stuff mm. um it's like wow terrell okay um majority of the time she would still kind of have an attitude where she felt wronged like um sometimes she would elope uh, even after we had that talk uh and we would keep we would have like a tracking chart of like behaviors and everything mm. and it's like i can't like fudge those uh and sometimes a lot of the kids they would like try to look at the behavior moment. chart yeah while we're like grading it, and it's like unneeded pressure and then one time when she wasn't and i handed her she felt like i was like trying to like pull her down like whatever that's mood a lot i had of, yeah, that's a lot and of what kids believe they think yeah. the world's out to get them a lot of the times so. yeah it's like i felt upset for her but it's like at the same time you know you have to be making these strides we tell you every day like these morals that we're trying to bring you to that standard of mm. um like all these kids are great it's just the crowd mentality ruins them it's yeah. um it's funny there was actually an experiment i don't don't quote me on this one let's just yes. um <laughs> There was some experience, I think, where they were, or maybe it wasn't even an experiment. I think they were trying to get workers that work really well to kind of relax or something like that. Oh, okay. So they hired somebody who was a little bit more of a rambunctious character. Hmm. And that rambunctious character, like, seeped into everybody. Like, everybody started, like, being rambunctious or, like, um, I think this guy stopped showing up to work a couple times wow. or something like that. So then it bled into, like, the top playing, like, the top earning characters. And they were like, oh, well, if this fucker's getting paid, we're not going to work. I'm going to stay home. Like You hate to see it happen. So, like, that's, yep, that's what happens, man. That mentality, it, uh, it trickles. Um, that's why when I decide to do my own business for, like, the studio and stuff, um, mm-hmm. I want to reinforce like the energy you put out would is going to affect your surroundings no Mm -hmm. matter how hard you think you're trying to hide it no matter how hard you're trying to think that you're playing it off yeah it's gonna seep out like this lady at the uh the grocery store workout Mm -hmm. work at and um she's never happy not one day is this lady happy she would um i'm glad that i don't have to see her anymore (laughs) but um when since uh i'm overnight stock but when she was working and she works in the morning we recently got moved into the morning because of the Mm -hmm. riots that have been happening around because of the um george floyd murder yeah but um every time i'm there if i'm moving through the produce department she literally cuts fruit for her job and puts it in a plastic container and then puts it in the produce fridge that's what she does with her probably six hours. Like four to six hours. I'm sure she doesn't work for six hours. But like <laughs> what I mean is why is she pissed at me for going through there and putting stuff where I'm supposed to put. Yeah. And she's mad because I'm quote unquote in her way. But the thing is she has her carts in the middle of the storeroom. So I have to move them out of the way. And then... Every time I go through the door, the doors kind of stick because they have the flaps underneath them. Oh, and yeah. And then she's like, uh, can you close the door when you leave? Like, both sides. This is a grocery store. Like, it's not like it's her private bedroom or anything. Yeah, what People do you... People are going in and out of those doors all the time at that time. So I'm just like, okay, I'll close the door behind me, but 
I don't. I'm not gonna be petty. I'm like I'm. Yeah, exactly. I, I treat this lady with respect. Like I don't. Exactly. I'm not trying to be a, a, nu- a nuisance or a problem or escalate anything. But mm-hmm. when it's just really tough sometimes because like I, I walk past her and then she literally like I'm there like like a foot away like I'm trying to move and like I think she's trying to get to the other side of the room and I'm like just slightly in her way and I'm not gonna be in her way for long. But I look to the right and she's like rolling her eyes. And I'm just like, Whoa. you're unnecessarily being too much. And then I put like a, um, what's it called? A, a U-boat. So it's like a double-decker cart that you can push. Oh. And uh, I was putting that next to there so I could take the boxes off, put in the baler, and put the plastic in the plastic container. And she was like, she literally like under her breath was like, come on. Because I was in front of the produce fridge. Because I didn't know she was coming out there to open the produce fridge. It takes three seconds. Like, that energy, dude, it seeps into everybody. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of times that everybody that worked in there is like, this fucking lady, dude. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, you, that, that hatred comes back around to you. Yeah. And it's not even like, no one really wants to hate you. They're just like, come on, man, lighten up. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that it's like you have everybody else feeling this way because you're putting it onto everybody else. Yeah it's uh you don't want it to happen you don't want it, you don't like to see it bro yeah like, i don't like to see anybody just upset because like the more i'm living life it just turns out that you have a lot more control over your emotions your body and what you can do than yeah everybody is told like health is very oh my god you remember the food triangle <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh god that's a topic because like bread was on that man they were like, bread is your best source of fiber. No. You have to drink bread. You have to eat bread. That's so crazy. Can you imagine? That's how we lived our lives yeah. until like five, eight, ten years ago. Yeah. Because I thought bread was fine in high school. Yeah. Ever since we I were fast. <laughs> the fact that I have to. Oh, yeah. Everything's coming back into this ten year thing. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I had to ask people like what the fuck I needed to eat. Yeah. To like get abs was shows you how knowledgeable i was about how my body works you imagine if they taught us how to garden and how to eat when we were in elementary school yeah bro it's like a whole conversation of like just not teaching like home ec in home the ec, slightest i wanted to take that class. yeah what i the was hell? i had the opportunity to take it in eighth grade but i got transferred Bitch. to a different school yeah because i was <laughs> it was like woodshop or home ec eighth grade you have to take it at um Anne Arundel middle school but i got transferred to crofton middle school and they don't have home ec why they have tech we... class like uh... woodshop that stuff because everybody wants to be a computer scientist no one wants to feed yourself and live we just want to move the move the progression forward yeah like, like in the case of you know like and like, the... like it's only science and tech yeah why and the... can't it be like nutrition yeah, why is it all about like the mathematics? Which like is technical who, science. Yeah, who uses algebra? And that's like a question being answered uh, someplace in India, where it's like they're changing up the whole school system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a great program where it's like the students make their own schedule. Mm. Like almost no matter what age you are, by they said like by age three in their program, students already know like three languages. Like I think the secondary one being English. See, that's what I wish yeah. that we would do it because um young people have a brain elasticity like plasticity yeah plasticity or I th- yeah something it, like that it's something got like that. to do with just being moldable like your mind is able to just take in information easier yeah i don't say 
I wouldn't go as far to say that it's not possible to do as an adult. It's just we have way less time now. Yeah. Like, we would have been able to use our time way more effectively when we were kids. And um, mm-hmm. the school system isn't really evolving for the 20th century. No, Because, like, it's not. when we were, like, I don't use anything I learned at Indian Creek except for, like, history, a little bit of math, and my guitar. And yeah. And I guess English because, obviously, you have to use English. But. Mm-hmm. I don't use physics. Yeah, exactly. I don't it's, use geometry. Yeah, the school system that we have now, I believe, was said like 300 years ago created. It's, they're still trying to make engineers, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, they're still trying to just make engineers. Why can't we just push people to be doctors? Like, yeah. if people were pushing to be doctors, I feel like this COVID situation would have been more under control. It would have been, amongst other things. Yeah, because then more yeah. people, one, would be more knowledgeable about health. And yeah, I think... Like, I don't know, man. Like, even, like, first aid training, like, generally, mm-hmm. in any kind of sense, it's, like, how oh, to bro, handle they a body. lost on that. Remember when people would come in, they were just like, yeah, we're going to show you how to do CPR. And it's, like, a fireman and, like, a police officer or something. Yeah. And it's that one time you remember in elementary school when you were like, fuck, yeah, I don't have to go to fucking English class. Oh, yeah, I get to go to this seminar and just fucking pretend <laughs> that I'm listening. And then I just get to sit here and maybe pass out. And then the teacher will get lightly angry at me, and that's about it. That's my only consequence. So no one paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> no one paid attention, dude. They were, or if they did, they don't remember how to do CPR. No, nah, no. Nah. And plus, like, don't I feel like they should teach that in health, like, once a week, every week, so you know how to do it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because, like, in China, you know how to do a martial art by the time you're, like, 12. Cause Damn, it's, yeah. it's taught into you. I'm not saying we should follow China. There's a lot of issues there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not touching on that. Not touching on that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. Rwana and Kevin outside? What the heck? Oh. They're outside. I thought I heard something outside. I didn't hear anything because of these headphones, mm. which is a good thing because that means that they didn't trip it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kevin and Juana are our friends. They're visiting. Yeah. I hope that they hear this podcast later. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to walk around the lake. Yeah, they are. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but more in the school situation in India, it's like they have, for each quarter, they have a product that they need to present to mm-hmm. whoever is um, looking over them academically. And they're working with, like, real-world profesh- uh, professionals mm-hmm. to, like, make real-world products. So that's funny. Keep talking. I have yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, I for there's like a whole pyramid of like the academics and the one that we're following now in America is like the very bottom, of course. It's pretty bad. I don't know how yeah. the statistics are going because I remember there used to be some kind of like education ranking system up in uh, all the countries. Yeah, that's um, that seems very arbitrary to me. Yeah, but I miss the days of apprenticeships. Uh, I like even right now. I wish I could be in an apprentice apprenticeship, and it's like I'm not a student right now. I've I haven't considered myself a student for a, at least a year now. I've ever since graduating school, and I still don't consider myself a student, dude. Because like yeah, um, I love full sales program and like the opportunity they gave me with just the technology through the tuition and all that. Mm-hmm. But personally, I feel like I've only learned more thing i've only learned new things in about four or five classes out of the 20 because like 
I was doing I was doing like FL Studio stuff in high school. Like, yeah, I was making music and stuff in high school, and like I didn't understand all of it. But once I've done it fucking one hundred times, I was I was getting a knack for it. But the thing that I like about Pro Tools is that it gave me structure to what I was doing. Like, yeah, it gave me more of a process flow that people were doing. But like I, again, four or five classes, mm. <laughs> and the technology and stuff is great. But I need somebody to be under like uh i would like to be working under another audio producer to do that kind of stuff yeah. but like for what i'm doing like it's a very new field mm-hmm. like animating and doing the studio stuff like uh walt disney was born in what 19th uh maybe early 1900s yeah very. And i early. would say he was like the animating like figurehead really like considered mm-hmm. Just like basically what he's been able to do with his production studio. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say Disney is the animator, but since I want to make like a Disney kind of corporation. Yeah. Like in the sense of just having animations and cartoons. Like I like that stuff. Yeah. And keep it simple. And keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh my God. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Having someone that has done something and being able to follow the model and honestly getting to talk to someone will make like, it's like, yeah, you have a trajectory for life, but it's kind of like. Figuring out something on your lo- on your own would take like three years, and then meeting that person would take like two years off if that's your trajectory. Exactly, and that makes like just shaving off a little bit. Like it's just these small things that I feel like I could get under. Like I was even talking to somebody that was telling me to do that because mm-hmm. um, he's already initiated himself into the audio field, but he's only like ten years older than me, so he's not trying to say he's like an audio god. No, no. But at the same time for what i'm doing i'm not too worried about it because um music wise i'm doing it myself mm-hmm. um audio wise sound effects and all that shit i feel like that's hmm, something more manageable mm-hmm. than music because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not as much mixing an entire orchestra of instruments it's just making sure things aren't too loud and then <laughs> making the levels consistent yeah which is doable mm-hmm. yeah yeah, apprenticeships totally come back. America's education system sucks. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to be and tried kind of to be in um, a Hartford Heights. There was this one boy, Elijah, fourth grade, and he's really into he's he's into Boku no Hero. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's wow. kids in the anime at this. Yeah, school. it's, it's nuts great. now because like back in my day, haha, back <laughs> in our day in like elementary school, like not elementary school, middle school, middle school. Yeah no one had anime merchandise it was rare it was super it was rare. not popular no one thing. had anything on that was anime dude i wore polos and khakis <laughs> and this was public school yeah like i didn't have any expression really like for a little while i didn't really know what i liked but it was funny i liked a lot of things like the add yeah. thing like it's kind of like you don't know what you like but you like mm-hmm. a lot of things mm-hmm. anyway um <laughs> That's just wild to hear that kids are wearing these things and how expressive it is. Because back then you were a loser. Yeah, he had he has like a Boku no Hero merch. I think he wore, because uh, they they're allowed to wear hoodies in school. They just can't put the hood on. But he had like I think it was like a collage of like all the different characters hmm. and everything. Really cool. And so he's into illustrating like I am. Hmm. Like um, he wants to he likes to draw like kind of anime esque stuff. But yeah. also he focuses more with realism i think that's good uh so far i've taught him like hatching and everything it's like i want to mm. like and even incentivize uh uh incentivize that as well like if he had a good day it's like yeah i'll teach you a new school man that's cool yeah, yeah it was really nice because cool. you're actually an artist like yeah that's cool because you can actually see these little 
flickers of like the art in people. Yeah, he got. um, That's a thing that happens with a lot of people. Like I I can see that in people that actually take interest in guitar. Like I have never taught anybody guitar that I could see has an actual interest in it. I've seen Mm -hmm. guitarists that have that spark, but I can't Uh. see it in anybody that has tried to learn it. Mm -hmm. Like you can definitely tell when someone's gonna be a guitarist and when someone's not gonna be a guitarist. (laughs) I feel like it's the same way with art. Like, you yeah. know, like this kid might not make a career out of it. He might. Cause yeah. like, if he goes back to his roots, it's going to be art. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but this world needs a lot more artists. It really and does. That's totally needed. And, uh, yeah, like who makes your eye that skill to deny. Yeah. And to <laughs> deny that skill is yeah. like, Oh, you're an artist. You'll never make a million dollars. Walt Disney built a fucking amusement park. <laughs> Back when that wasn't even really a thing. And it yeah, took dude. off anyway. And it blew up. It's still yeah. here. Yeah. But granted, nowadays, there's a lot more saturation. So it's oh, like, yeah. it's hard to find like an outlier that'll like really like run I want to be like Cartoon Network used to be, bro. Yeah. Like just yeah. something simple, you know, just cartoons. Like, yeah. Like uh, whose idea was it to put live action on Cartoon Fucking Network? Literally the name is Cartoon Network. <laughs> it's like Nickelodeon. Oh, you can put a bunch of Nicks on there. I mean, yeah, Nickelodeon, they don't have to get stuck in that box. But yeah. there's like Nick cartoons, which is dope. Yeah. Because like the cartoonists and the animators back then, they, uh, I feel like they probably got underpaid. Honestly. Severely. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's just so sad that you don't know these people's names. Yeah. Like, for I think one example, Ren and Stimpy, there was a whole episode de- uh, dedicated to how hard they worked. Mm. They like made fun of like their studio and their boss. I think yeah. they like made, um, I think like, ran like the figurehead of like what their boss was and he was like unapologetically hard on them and it's like uh, i think yeah. i remember him wearing like a suit and like yeah. slamming his arm like this or something yeah. like that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so it's like yeah that's definitely a thing that they were underpaid for all that stress that they want see through. this is why i want a creator to create the studio maintain the studio yeah and then not be like dude i want three million dollars <laughs> i want 300 million dollars like, you can't, I don't like when CEOs are just like, hmm, money. I like my money. I'm making <laughs> a lot of money off of my business. <laughs> it's not their business. They just are associates. Hmm. Yeah. Like, do you need a billion dollars? Who needs a million? Like, do you need a I, billion? That's what I'm asking. Oh, a billion? Do you need a billion? Who what do you need? do? What do you do with a billion dollars? That's cold economic inequality. Like, dude, I would try so hard to spend all of it, and I don't think I could before I died. Yeah, like, I mean, and that's just your active income too. It's like you still have a billion dollars with this active income. Where? What yeah, are you doing? That's crazy. Like, um, who mm, needs a trillion? I don't. Either? The fun thing, the funny thing about it is, that we clearly need like, obviously, Jeff Bezos has a lot of money. We clearly need Amazon. Clearly, like it's mm-hmm. a it's a necessary business. So like, mm-hmm. those things make sense. I just don't like when it's all hoarded in the sense of like. Yeah. Like, I I just don't feel like you need that much wealth. Like, yeah. What are so you a crazy. dragon or something? Well, unless you want to build the space station and go to space like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like if you want to do the whole Elon Musk thing. But you know mm-hmm. what? You don't need a billion dollars unless you're trying to do that. Yeah. I respect Bezos and Elon Musk's earnings, but anyone else really. You don't need a billion dollars, please. Just spread that out to your workers. Yeah. Trickle it down, please. Give yeah. Your, give your servers at your restaurant a better wage. Like, give them $15 an hour so they can actually pay their bills and, you know, take a vacation. To actually live. Also, like, it's so frustrating when you take a vacation and you come back and you have, like, $50. 
because <laughs> you, you didn't work and then you save your money and then you send it to your rent and then you have fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, man. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna wrap this up. It's mm-hmm. been probably about forty minutes, maybe fifty. Hmm. I hope this is still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. Oh, forty-three nice. minutes. Yeah, wow, nice. Huh. That was a good first episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate having you on. Yeah, likewise. Might be able to have you again. Yeah. Oh, um, before I go, do you have any like uh, Instagram or mm. Twitter handles or anything you want to plug? Uh, eventually, I'll be active on Twitter. I ha- I guess I have some plans to like just yeah, rock it back into everything. Everything. I understand that. But give um, me your, give me your Instagram at least. Yeah, Instagram is Fraudacious underscore Arts. All right, Fraudacious underscore Arts. Do you want to spell that? Yeah, Fraudacious is F R O. D A C I O U S underscore A R T S. Mm-hmm. Fredacious Arts on Instagram. All right, everybody. Have a good one.